Hey there, and welcome to another episode of the No Facts With Jen podcast, where it is what I say it is. I'm your host, Jennifer Reed, and buckle up for some hilarious stories and my non-expert advice. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to No Facts with Jen. I hope everybody's been doing good out there. I have a special guest with me today. Her name is Melissa. Hey, y'all. My name is Melissa. Uh, You know, I hail from Los Angeles. This school has no gymnastics team. This is a last resort. Oh, my gosh. What was that? <laughs> have you seen Bring It On? I'm just I have. <laughs> Why? It's, it's the first tagline that came to my mind. Don't judge okay. Me. So <laughs> I've known her for ooh, quite some time. Quite. Yeah. Oof. Did you mean when I was pregnant? Yeah. That's nine yeah. years. Nine years. I remember how we met. Huh? <laughs> oh, you don't remember you was choking on my maybe oh, baby daddy? She, y'all, she liked to bring this story up every time. Y'all, okay, so before we were even baby. friends, <laughs> no, before we were even friends, <laughs> before we were even friends, before I like I knew who she was, but I didn't know her. Like we weren't cool or nothing, and she was talking to this dude we'll call him um patrick patrick (laughs) and they used to have these things called all-nighters where it was like the club for us on base (laughs) and i didn't know that this dude was that patrick was somebody that she was talking to or anything like that i just know that i was at absolutely drunk this was young this was younger Jen okay younger reckless Jen okay I'm still reckless I'm just a little bit more mature sometimes barely (laughs) sometimes but so I was twerking on Patrick I didn't know she was there like watching it and I guess she started she got upset (laughs) She's not telling the story right, y'all. Let me tell you. Jen was making that ass clap. She was over there, twerk, 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 twerk. Okay. She was doing things I can't do with my backside on my man. Well, my matey, baby, daddy, man. Okay. And uh, it hurt my feelings. Your girl was crushed. I did tell the story, right? No. You know, and I cried. Dude, I was so cried. drunk that night. I remember that night. I was so drunk that night. Yeah, I was sober because I was pregnant. <laughs> and I was trying to twerk. What was I, I but doing? I don't remember when we started actually hanging out, though. Like, yeah, I think it was Starla. Because Starla it, brought oh, you. Yeah. Uh, Starla brought you to my house, and I was just like, that's that bitch I was twerking on my man. <laughs> <laughs> well, look at us now. We've grown so much. Have we? What is it? Growth? <laughs> Barely. so much. Like, I was so sad, but then you were super nice and you're a single parent too and you're like, you can do this. And I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> I was trying to give you advice and stuff like, this is what you should expect. <laughs> yeah. Like, they poop up their back. 
Yo, Jen, the first time she shat up her back, I wanted to throw the whole baby away. <laughs> when I tell you, I wanted to throw the whole, I said, oh, oh, oh my God. How, I was like, how did it get in her hair? How did it, how did it get in her hair? But I warned you though. That's the thing. I was trying to warn you about the, the things that could happen. Cause I remember, I think you had came over to my house one time. Oh, and Serenity was still, I think she was still pretty young. Yeah, our kids are only two years apart. So Serenity was a year old. She was like a year old. She wasn't talking yet, but she could say things like, no. (laughs) (laughs) I remember, I think I was changing her diaper or something. I got like poop on my hand. And you were like, how do you do that? And I'm like, girl, (laughs) you're going to get used to it as a parent. You're going to have to deal with this too. (laughs) Jen. I still don't deal with poop. I would throw away whole outfits. Girl, it's a washing machine. I'm not putting boo-boo in my washing machine. Oh, my gosh. Get it together. (laughs) Remember Club B's? Remember Applebee's turned into a club? (sighs) (laughs) I was telling one of my friends about that. She was like, what the? She was like, my neighborhood Applebee's? Yes. 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 Just take yes. the neighbor off, and it was just hood because <laughs> they had you got to pay to get in. I said Applebee's. <laughs> we got to pay to get in the Applebee's. It had like a little care. dance floor. And it Karaoke. came popping. It was popping. I was like, oh, Applebee's the place to be. And then they showed it was fun. Corporate. And then corporate came down. And was like, what the? What in the <laughs> world? What y'all doing over here? What What is this? <laughs> Shut the Applebee's right down. I know. They had a DJ and everything. Like, that was fun, though. I ain't going to lie. You, If y'all don't know, if there's this little small place called Clovis, New Mexico. And they have an Air Force base out there, Cannon Air Force Base. And there's nothing to do there. So when stuff like that happens, you just got to take... <laughs> take the opportunity to have the fun you can because that place ain't got shit ah all right you ready to get into this advice stuff oh let's do it all right how 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 qualified do you feel like how do you feel like your advice is your your opinions you know i got a little bit of sprinkle of ratchet nasty boozy bougie classy really (laughs) (laughs) i can offer up all these advices I'm okay. <laughs> so I'm going to read this first one. This one's not too long. I got it off of um, Slate.com. It's called The Mannequin Maneuver. Um, <laughs> we just going to read it, okay? Dear Prudence, I'm a, one, I'm a woman in my 50s who started masturbating when I was about 12 and have ever since. As a young girl, I discovered my orgasms were much more intense and a lot faster, just a few minutes, and easier if I had my legs straight out on the bed with muscles tensed. (laughs) The problem is that now I have to do that to be able to come. I hate it and am embarrassed about it. My lovers have never expressed a problem with this to the contrary but I am still deeply ashamed. I have tried to climax in other ways, but it took a really long time and I needed a vibrator to finish. I fear my current lover will get tired and bored with my patented patented method. 
I told a close girlfriend about this last year and she blurted out, ew, man again. <laughs> Where did they get this mannequin part from? Yeah, there, there it is. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> she blurted out "you mannequin," oh, which was a kick in the gut. But should I get over? <sighs> okay, <clears throat> get it to the get it together, get it together. <laughs> but should I get over my shame? And if so, how? Signed, mortified. If you like it, I love it. Mannequin your way through this whole thing. Like, it just must be uncomfortable. Like, I feel like I just, I would highly suggest just more sex toys and getting to know yourself and like trying to orgasm by yourself in different ways. She does. But she says she's been doing that since she was 12. I mean, but damn, spice it up. Jesus. Like, I wonder. So she says no other guy has said anything about it, but I wonder if they think anything about it because she said she can't come any other way and when her friend called her a mannequin it's funny because i can imagine that because she said she has to have her legs straight out so but there's a sex position for that like you know when you lay down on your stomach flat and your legs straight out like that's just how you're gonna have to finish like you know how you do a position for the guy to finish yeah that's just gonna be her finishing like her finishing so position. maybe she needs to find some positions where she can just have her legs straight out that aren't or, the same position or just come with the vibrator like girl if you think this is a big deal ask him but i'm pretty sure this guy's not gonna be like you know what i don't like the way you come he's getting pussy anyway like <laughs> i i hope he's not delegating the way you come like no just go just do you now granted I mean, I still think it's weird to be like, because you're like a stiff. (laughs) I just, but I mean. I just can't imagine like. There's a, but there's a whole position like that she could do that in and it's not that weird. Yeah. Right. So you just have to be your finishing position, but I am not going to lie. Like, girl, get to know yourself more. Like the mannequin, like finish her. She needs to do some, um, what's that? Tantra, not Tantra, Kama Sutra. Where no, you can, like, try different positions. Like she needs to try some different positions to see. Like you never know. Like maybe there's some positions that she hasn't tried that might help her to get where she needs to go. Valid, you know. Just <clears throat> oh, girl, just do you. Like I would never even wrote this in. That's a, that's that's like very like personal. <laughs> she said, "You mannequin, though." That yeah. I'm sorry. That made me laugh so hard. What like, kind of friends you got too? Like. <laughs> Girl, first she no. First of all, she got some real friends because at least she was honest. Like, bitch, like you was a mannequin in bed, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't judge. But I'd be like, yeah, that's a mannequin. I, I would have just started laughing. I guess I'm like, one of those people, one of those friends of like. I wouldn't say that in a way that's mean, but I kind of say it in a joking way, and then I would talk about it. I don't know. Cause I laugh at everything. Yeah. Uh, so I'll be honest. I wouldn't have said nothing, but my other friend that was there, we would have gotten in the car and be like, girl, did she say she had to lay out straight? I know. I, I, like I would have brought it up to them. Like, I know I'm not nuts. Like, but she's not nuts. She's just, she knows what she likes. It's just, is she, I'm not, but the thing is like, if she likes it, why does she have to change it for a man? At the end of the day, like, you need to find someone that likes it, likes what you like. And again, like I said, I'm pretty sure a thousand percent he's not going to be like, well, you know, when you orgasm with your legs straight, it makes me uncomfortable. Girl, try some different positions. And if you can't, 
in any other position, just continue doing what the hell you're doing. Yeah. I guess. Just keep doing what you're doing. All right. So let's get to two codes for comfort. This is still Slate.com. Dear Prudence, my brother and I are having a physical relationship. Our parents are admirable people who took care of us, but are distant and aloof. And I think that my brother and I turn to each other for warmth and emotional support. He's two years older and looked out for me in high school. And I shared with him what girls are like, which made him more confident socially. After we went away to college, I chose a college in the same city as his. So we continued to see each other, see a lot of each other. I'm now a senior and he's a graduate student. About three months ago, we were sitting on my couch watching a sad movie. And when it was over, we turned to each other, exchanged a look and started kissing. Now we lie on the bed clothed and kiss and talk and hold each other. When I'm with him, I feel loved and cared for. We have not had sex because there's a physiological barrier that neither of us wants to cross. I go on dates with other men, but I never feel the comfort connection that I feel with my brother. I need to talk to someone about this. So I went to a counselor at the student health service. And in the first session, she practically ordered me not to see him for three months. I left in tears and haven't gone back. We want to lead normal lives and have families. We both know intellectually that we shouldn't be doing this, but we don't feel the wrongness of it. Must we stop this immediately or maybe we let it continue and hope we grow out of it? Sign, no sibling rivalry. That's nasty. We got a lot to unpack. <laughs> like, like I just... There's a lot to unpack. <laughs> like, it's hard for, not, for me not to be biased because, like, I have brothers and, like, I just knew them. These dudes barely started washing it behind. Like, you know, like, I know all the nasty things about having brothers. And, like, you gonna kiss yours? On the lips? On Why? The <laughs> like, I can understand having strong love for somebody, but I think maybe y'all misinterpreted wrong. Like, there's something in our DNA that tells us, like, no, when it comes to, like, our siblings, right? Like, in my body, my whole body is a pulse. Girl, it makes my stomach flip. Like, just yes. thinking about stuff like that. I understand, because, you know, my friend on the first episode, because she'd probably be like, let them live their life. But once again, I have to disagree. (laughs) Yeah, it just, it makes my stomach hurt. Like, and I just, what are you doing? Girl, that's nasty. I don't care what nobody say. That shit is nasty. Stop kissing your brother. I'm sure my brother don't even brush his teeth every day. (laughs) I'm not kissing that man. (laughs) First of all, uh, I think she was on the right track going to therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she needs to actually go back and maybe find out why the therapist decided that she shouldn't see her brother for three months. There might be a reason why you shouldn't see him for three months. She needs to figure out, well, maybe that's not the therapist for her, right? So find a therapist that is for her right. and explore why she's feeling that way and and why other people are repulsed by it, but you're not. You know, like figure out what's going on. Like, what are you actually looking for? Now, granted, your brother gives you love and affection, right, that you are very comfortable with because, of course, you've known him your entire life. But you have to, like, why is that what you're leaning more towards than needing someone that could fill you in those needs and it's not a sibling? That There's no genetic <laughs> connection yeah. with someone. Yeah, I I don't understand it. I don't understand how, because I I definitely think there's something wrong with you mentally, not saying you're like bipolar or something, but there's something in you that, in you that thinks that that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. But they said that there's a physical barrier that none of them want to like 
preach. So I'm obviously something is telling like this is not okay. Right. Right. But she says she also doesn't feel wrong about the kissing though. And like the cuddling and the stuff that they, you know, feel for each other. Like I cuddle my brother, like not in a sexual manner, but like me and him will sit close to each other on couches because that's my blood, my brother. Right. And yeah. Not every day. Cause that like, not that he lives with me or anything, but like he sometimes. No, I get it. That's like, yeah, like sibling love. Sibling love. Like, but I'm not kissing that man. <laughs> Girl, I could never, I could never like that's nasty. That I can't. Just, I'm sorry. It makes my. Stomach I don't want to. I want to. I don't want to call these people nasty. I'm not saying they're nasty, but their actions to me are nasty, and they definitely need to go get help. And I think your brother probably needs to go get help as well. So, what is your uh, advice to this girl? What do you think? You know what, girl? I'm going to say you should go find a therapist. I think therapy for anybody is the greatest thing, but you in particular just need a little bit, a sprinkle more than most. Um, And you need to find a therapist that you can relate to, that can express what, help you express how you feel about the situation without putting you down because that's not appropriate or making you feel like you have to cut your brother off right away, right? I think that at some point you do, she will have to cut her brother off for a period of time. Not, Not forever, but for a period of time because you really need to explore why you're feeling like that and why you feel you know what I'm saying like you and you have to do that without going through with those actions that you're taking with your brother mm-hmm. like you got to do it without that mm-hmm. police like I don't want you to do something to you will regret because imagine if you sleep with him and then now you have that you know guilty feeling because you did something like sleeping with your brother that's so taboo that could just further how you feel and then make it worse and no go to therapy like no don't make it worse I agree Okay. Girl, don't do that. Don't don't date your brother now. There's there's millions of people in this world. Yeah. There's million there is millions of people in this world. You can pick somebody that is not in your family tree. <laughs> All right. We're gonna go on to the next one. Okay. This one is called the cruelest confiscation. Dear Prudence, my husband and I are at odds over our young daughter and her blankie. My mother bought it for me when I was born and it's been loved so much for so long that it's completely see-through. I passed it to both of my girls, but only the younger has been attached to it. My daughter is almost six years old and my husband says she's too too, uh, much too old to be carrying around a rag. He also has a problem with her referring to the blankie as him because it's an inanimate object. My youngest talks with blankie and when she has tea parties, she will feed blankie or similarly imaginative as a child. My husband wanted to burn blankie or throw it away, but I got him to agree to not by saying I would make a bear and use blankie as stuffing. Blankie has been hidden from her for two weeks. Our daughter cries sometimes at night because she wants to cuddle with Blankie or she will say I'm afraid Blankie is going to die. I want her to have <laughs> I want her to have the blanket back but my husband is adamant. Is there a way I can convince my husband that loving Blankie is okay no matter what our daughter's age? First of all, uh, Blankie scares me. Blankie may be a demon, okay? So we may have to get rid of Blankie. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm sorry. You scared Blanky gonna die? It's a blanket. <laughs> like Blanky gotta go. Okay, kids have uh, imagination. They can have a crazy imagination. She literally, at, it's I like a six year old. I mean, I think it's no. like she's 
she's treating it like a doll like oh him blanky is a him to her and she takes it to their her tea party and feeds them and uh-uh. all that stuff my spidey senses is tingling and there's something else <laughs> attached to blanky and blanky gotta go and you know me you think Jen, this remember is- i had that shirt remember that shirt i had that blue shirt that my mom wore i had delivered birth i gave birth with while i was holding it, it i had that shirt forever i had it for 18 years i i remember so i'm okay with having like something that makes you feel close to home that shirt made me feel close to home i had it all the time i never called it a her Ever, my whole life. But you're not a child. I was a child when I got the damn shirt. Oh, you were. You were. Uh, number two, like I and I did take it with me everywhere. It was a comfort thing, but I don't know. Just something the way she's like so attached. Okay, I was attached to that damn shirt when I lost it. I cried. Oh. Yeah, and it was like this big because I have to keep cutting it because it kept getting raggedy. Yeah. So I guess I can see that. And I mean, I have a six year old now, but again, something ain't right about that shirt. Like it just doesn't make me feel good. I bet you that dad done seen some stuff and been like, mm, that ain't right over here. But then I'll say, okay, so you're saying to get rid of Blanky, but what, how do you comfort the child though? You ha- people have to learn their own coping mechanisms. That's what we do as children. That's why some people suck their fingers. That's why some people, you know, rock themselves to sleep. That's why people have certain, you know, what gets you to go to sleep, right? You know, what comforts you at night. She has right. to learn that. She has to learn a new way of that because that blanket is not forever. It's an animate object. Like I had to, I had to learn that. Like, I'm never going to, I'm not always going to have that blanket or that shirt with me to hold in my hand. You know, what can I do to cover myself? Now, granted, why I had to learn that 18 years is because my mom didn't take away that shirt at six. Right. And she should have took that damn shirt away. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, you have to learn how to comfort yourself. That's a part of growing. And the fact that she's crying about it. But then the thing is, a six-year-old, they forget about shit too. In three weeks, she gonna forget even she had that blanket. But it's been two weeks already. I'm sure she okay. didn't forget in the, third, in the third week. Well, let's give it three months. And if she's still crying about blanket. Like the brother. <laughs> <laughs> yep give it three months she's still crying about this blanket take her to therapy because there's something else wrong with her okay I don't know I'm a little torn with this one I don't know I feel like she I don't know I'm a little torn I think that it's a good idea to put Blanky in a like teddy bear or something or maybe she can like make it, it into something else and the the kid can still have it I don't feel like it's a demon thing like freaking <laughs> I just don't. I don't think this is like a paranormal activity thing. I don't think so. the spirits can be attached to something. Doesn't mean it's a bad spirit, but it still could be a spirit. Girl, she can sage it. Sage it. <laughs> I always get worried about sage's stuff because I don't want to uh, get the demons that are already in there mad. So, like, <laughs> I don't want to piss them off even more. Oh lord. So I don't be saging nothing. Mm-mm. They ain't gonna get that me today. Girl, I will sage quick, fast, in a hurry. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I will I sage. Like, I don't know. I feel like watch you sage and that blanket disappear forever. You don't you like as in the bank go away. Like what happens if they sage your house and then they go look for Blanky after another night of her crying and they just decide to give it to her and the blanket's gone. Demons. What you know, the what the hell <laughs> it's like have you have you heard of uh this is so off topic go this ahead kind of like a same story have you heard about the guy that was like i think i raised a serial killer on reddit no yes girl this story is nuts it's on reddit confessions about how like he think he gave birth to a serial killer mm-hmm. 
essentially what he's saying is like he had a son and when he was a baby he cried 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 all the time all the time they thought something was wrong with him they took him a specialist he cried all the time and then when he got older like he was bad like hitting things he would play in his shit and all kinds of stuff like that and then he had another do- he had a daughter like after this son was like six or something he had a daughter and then he had the daughter and the daughter was like a complete opposite of this other kid like she never cried she was a good baby like never had any issues but like there this son was getting worse like being defiant like they put him into mental institutions and then he would come back home and like he was nuts again still playing in fecal matter lighting shit on fire and this is how he as, as he's growing up so as he's getting older the baby's getting older uh, light shit on fire whatever uh and then they had and he could becomes a teenager and the baby's still like a little baby or whatever like a smaller like a toddler and uh they get in a fight with him and he's fighting with his parents continuously all the time about dumb shit not going to school doing bad shit killing animals he's killed like six pets oh my already. gosh yep um serial killer right that's then, like a, yeah so he mm-hmm. uh he in a fight with his parents and then he comes back but he when he comes back he like sneaks through the window their bedroom window like they were so afraid of him they started locking themselves in their room with the baby before they like try to kick him out and then so they kicked him out but he came broke into the house and came in through their bedroom window and was like standing over the baby with like a knife yeah and like the mom saw and she had just had her shit with this like she's just lost her mind and she beat his ass like she beat his ass until he was blue and bloodied and her knuckles oh. were bruised she whooped this dude's ass like that sounds like me yeah, absolutely. yeah. Nah, you're not about to <laughs> it was like the movie enough she just kicked his ass and the dad said he didn't do nothing to stop it he just picked the baby up and <laughs> left the room <laughs> and then like when she was done like she he, they thought he was dead and they weren't gonna call the police they didn't call the police or nothing they just had a have you been to like jersey where like they have a sub apartment at the bottom of their house or whatever no i've they never took, been in jersey oh well there's like a house at the top and then there's like a house at the bottom that you can rent out so they, while he was all passed out unconscious, they moved only the things that they they needed um, down into that little house over there. And then they locked him, like locked all, like you can't break into that because there's, it's like a basement. Locked him out and locked him upstairs. He couldn't break in or nothing. And they said that they thought he was dead, but then they heard him like a couple of days later, like getting up and like, I guess he regained consciousness. And then like, they, sh- they could hear him upstairs, like trash in the fucking house, trash in the house. And they never went up there to check on him. They would hear him come in and out sometimes, but they never went on to check on him. And then, so wait, it gets worse. One day, can they get out of there? Yeah, they can. It's like a door. They have their own door to outside. Oh, he, okay, okay, okay. Because I'm yeah. like, uh, so don't they have to go in the house to leave? And okay, now I'm getting it. Okay. So they have their own door to outside. So they realize, like, for a couple months, they don't hear any noise from him or anything like that. So they go into upstairs and check. He destroyed the house, like fecal matter everywhere, smeared on the wall, a spray paint, broke all the china, messed up all the cabinets. He started small fires all up and through throughout the house everywhere. But then he would like put them out like he trash everywhere, like destroyed the house. But he wasn't there anymore. Like they hadn't heard him for like two months up there or whatever. So they assumed that he like moved away or whatever. And they cleaned up the house. They sold the house and they left and they never heard of him ever. They never heard from him ever again. This dude, the dad was 70 years old writing this in Uber Quebec and then read a confession. 70 years old? 
seven years old. He's like, I think I raised a serial killer. And they were like, I didn't know what to do because we were sending him to therapy. We were taking him to, you know, see doctors. We put him in a, you know, mental institution to see what was wrong with him. And it just seemed like nothing ever worked. Sound like you need Jesus. Yeah. And they left. Like he needed an exorcist. <laughs> he had a like, Now, now that sounds like a demon. Yeah. That, that sounds no and but the thing is like they raised a serial killer like i always thought like how do serial killers parents feel like ted bundy did she think her husband her her kid was a significant serial killer did she think about that like technically you could be raising a serial killer i could be right uh knock on wood we could be Mm -mm. raising serial Mm -mm. killers no we not no man we're not putting that out there (laughs) no we are not (laughs) no (laughs) but this is what i'm thinking my child is sweet (laughs) she would never (laughs) (laughs) but like right like how does the mom feel I don't know. I would feel ashamed. Right? Like you, as a parent. Because like, what if you're like, what if something is like truly wrong with their head, like something wrong with their brain and you literally did everything you could and they still, you know, went around killing people or whatever. Animals, like they found dead birds. He filled the dishwasher with dead birds. Girl, that seriously. And you know, that's one of those signs of a serial killer is like when they start killing animals. I think they should have just killed him. Like, oh, well, chalk this one up to the game. He had to go. Because imagine, imagine he's a serial, like imagine if that guy's a serial killer and he killed all those people. Like he killed a bunch of people and never fucking got caught. And they raised him. They could have just shot him one time. I know that sounds bad. I'm so sorry. Problematic. But like, he's a serial killer. He could potentially been a serial killer that never got caught. And the thing is, I wonder, do they ever like look him up? Do they ever look him up or like, because that would be me. Like, I wonder what happened. Is he in jail? Is he, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. In the Reddit, like he did say, he said that like he, he, never tried because they were just so relieved to be rid of him because he was such a burden to the family. It was so hard to like live with him and live on your, on your, on the edge of your seat all the time because you didn't know what we were coming home to. But I mean, like he's old now, like might as well look and see. Well, what he, if he died. Be, what if he, they never found him. I mean, he's old now, but the, again, the fear of him finding him and he's old now. I'm not saying find him, but like look up the information to see like what if he did end up being an actual serial killer? I don't know. Well, I could ask the man, but I'm pretty sure he wanted to remain anonymous <laughs> since he was on Reddit. Confession. He said it's because I want to read it now. You said it's called what? I don't know what it's called. I found it on Reddit Confessions. Just Google Reddit Confessions. Reddit Confessions. Man I'm, raising I'm serial killers. I'm, I'm going to look that up. See, look, this is why I don't watch read Reddit because Reddit be making me scared. The first thing I popped up was a serial killer's confession. My name is Don and I am a serial killer. What if that's their <laughs> What if that's their son? Like, like, oh my God. Like, I'm gonna, okay, I'm going to look that up because that's interesting. I'm going to have to have you come back. I'm sorry. You got to come back. No, we can come back. Um, I got a bunch of shows I watch. We can do Love at First Sight. Ooh, y'all want to hear some reviews? We can review some shows now. Love is Blind, because, you know, Love is Blind, that's my shit. I want somebody to look at me like Cameron, look at her. Oh, girl. He look at her like she's the last meal on earth, and he's a starving man. (laughs) We don't have to do that. We're going to have to do that next time. You got to let me know what show we got to watch, though. Oh, I watch all the shows. You just got to catch up with me. Oh, okay. Well, what show are we doing then? You know, we should do Love Island. Love Island. Have you watched not, Love Island? Love I Island. I think UK. I've seen an episode or two of it, but not. I haven't really gotten into it. Jen, Love Island UK, the debauchery on this show. 
is enough and it is love. Where can I watch this? On Hulu. Okay. One through six. All right. Well, is there anything else you want to say before we end the show? No, I'm glad to be on here. If you guys want me back, just tell her. You ain't even got to say nothing because she going back. She coming back. So she coming back. You ain't got no choice. This was fun. (laughs) This was fun. And it was great. Um, I love podcasts. I'm going to be listening to myself. I'm going to listen to everyone else you have on here. Because like I said, episode one took me out. So, girl, just a mess. We're a mess on this show. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to No Facts with Jen. Um, Like I said earlier, if you want to connect with me, I'm on Instagram and Facebook under the same name, No Facts with Jen. And you can also go on my website, nofactswithjen.com. You can turn in some advice. It can be anonymous if you want or whatever you want to see on my show, hear on my show. You can put it on there, too. Thank you for listening to No Facts with Jen, where it is what I say it is. See you next week.